Blog Talk Radio. And I Tuning into Help for HD Live. Help for HD Live is made possible by Help for HD International, and um, thanks to our sponsors, Griffin Foundation, and an education grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals. We are able to go live every week. I'm your host, Katie Jackson, and today our guest is founder and CEO of We Have a Face, James Valvano. James is a very strong advocate for the HD and JHD community and has created several programs and projects to help members of our community all the way back from even starting um, Help for HD International. Um, It's like coming home for him. He used to do this radio show, I'm sure, every week, so it's really fun having him on today with us. Um, He now has his own radio show, which is awesome, um, that goes live um, for updates, and we will talk about that a little bit too in the show. But today, our main focus is talking about his annual convention that will be held in Orlando, Florida. So we are excited. Let's jump right into We Have a Face. Uh, thanks for coming on with us today, James. Thank you so much, Katie. It's it's great to be back. It's You're right. It's feeling like being home again. Um, well, it's so funny. I, I, I think the countdowns when we were talking, I was like, oh, my gosh, James, you listened to that lady for years and years. And anyone who's been on the show knows there's a lady that talks in the background to us the whole time we're in the studio. So. Um, yes. <laughs> So let's talk about when and and where in Orlando your convention is going to be held. Well, we're going to continue to do what we did last year. It'll it'll be held at the Crown Plaza Orlando Universal on Saturday the 19th, and it'll be a long day. It'll be from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., and registration is still open for at least another two or three weeks. And um, people have asked, you know, why did you not move it? And, I, you know, I have to be a little selfish. I love Orlando. It's home. So, and the hotel is just absolutely brilliant with everything that they do. And they've got, you know, the most amazing, amazing audiovisual um, staff that I could ever imagine. So that's kind of the reason why we stick with, you know, the Crown Plaza Orlando Universal. Yeah. And um, so how many years have you been hosting this convention? This will be our third. And I know you'll get yeah. it. Um, but, um, you know, I truly hope that we don't have to have any more. I'd love to have the final convention, a convention for a treatment and cure. You know, I I don't want to get to, you know, our 10th convention. I want it to be, you know, next year is our fourth convention. That's the last convention. And now, you know, we have a treatment and cure. So I know you get that. Yep, yep. Well, when that day happens, we are throwing the biggest convention ever, and we are going to be celebrating. It is the truth. Business. It is the truth, yep, a true yep. celebration with the actual word meaning yep. celebrate. Yes. Yep, yep, yes, yep. yes. So let's talk about the convention because your lineup this year is insanely great. So let's first talk about the convention this year and give us some of the specifics. Yeah, yeah. Well, last year, 
as you know, you know, your team came. It was amazing. The theme was <laughs> unity among nonprofits for Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease, and it was great. It was awesome to have so many organizations in the same room, and in many cases, you know, the unity concept, it rang through into 2018. So, you know, we sat as, as an organization, and we said, you know, we're going to do this differently this year. We're, you know, we're truly thankful um, to having, you know, five amazing speakers this year, and, and like I said to you earlier in the studio, we would literally handpick them and hope that they would come, and, and each of them agreed to attend. I believe that they are the best of the best, and their voices truly need to be heard, especially this year. You know, you have Ed, Dr. Ed Wild um, from the uh, University College of London and also HD Buzz. Um, he'll be joining us on stage. It's going to be a Q&A session. Um, we were going to talk about many topics, specifically with Dr. Ed Wild, but among them is a really important topic, and, and this is no news to you and no news to many of your listeners, is about Roche and Iona's trial, the antisense drug, um, RG60, I think it's 6042. Mm -hmm. When that press release came out, the international community, you know, they brought so many questions and concerns to the forefront. And, you know, I, I just thought that that would be something that Dr. Ed Weil can speak to, considering the amount of conversations that happen on Twitter, because um, Twitter completely mm -hmm. blew up once the press releases went out. So, and having the international community bring out questions, you know, we had a Skype call just recently, and he and I thought, you know what, it would be great to just let the community uh, send in questions, and I'll have uh, mm -hmm. a little question box put up probably, if not tomorrow, it'll be the next day, where people can actually ask Dr. Wild these questions, and we'll also have live streaming going so that, you know, we don't want him being bombarded, but, you know, we'll take as many questions as we possibly can because he is one of the best resources right now for putting it in simple terms, but most importantly, to be honest with the community and and let mm -hmm. everyone know the realizations behind this antisense right now and its current state. Mm -hmm. So that's, awesome. you know, definitely, definitely a, an added bonus that we're, we were blessed that he said he'd come. And then, of course, the wonderful Peg Napolis from the University of Iowa, Kids HD and Kids JHD. Uh, I just can't say enough. Um, Peggy has been an amazing um, human being first. Um, before a doctor mm -hmm. for our JHD community. Um, and what she's going to discuss is something that's really interesting, and it's also discussed within the film, um, the role of the cerebellum in the H in an HD patient, because mm -hmm. not much about mm -hmm. the cerebellum has been touched on. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we've had many conversations throughout the filming of The Purple Road, and, of course, when she came here um, to my house, I can't believe I'm saying that, but it was awesome to have Peggy Napolis in my house. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, she she talked about um, the interesting parts of the cerebellum that um, may be of interest to uh, mm -hmm. the audience. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be her topic. And then, of course, you know, people will ask many, many more questions. Um, and then we move on to the one and only Dr. Jan Elta. Um, Kyle Fink was supposed to come, but unfortunately he can't come because he has some great um, things going on with the fellows um, at UC Davis. So Dr. Nolta will be coming. And we all know they're from the UC Davis Regenerative Cures. Um, and the update will be about Kyle's JHD research. So we're extremely interested in hearing that um, from many perspectives because not only do you know we help fund uh, that research, um, we desperately need it. We desperately need yep. 
to cure this damn disease. It's it's um yeah. it's horrifying. So we're we're really pleased that Dr. Nolte could come in his place and give um an update on the JHD research. Um and then Dr. Herbert Lang Many are aware that he's our senior medical advisor for all the We Have a Face hubs, and he's from the George Huntington Institute in Munster, Germany, and his spin is extremely interesting. What he'll do is he's going to discuss when and how HD begins, and the Mm. discussion will be from more of a molecular level than to the clinical level of HD. Uh, the conversations that I've had with Dr. Lang over the last couple of years have been absolutely mind-boggling and impressive because he's um, got many papers back, you know, World War II regarding how Huntington's disease, which it was not called that then, was more a psychiatric, behavioral, emotional disease, in which that's what the paperwork at that time Put forth. It was never really about the physical movement part of the disease, as you know. Oh, that's very interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's going to bring uh, the past. It's almost like coming full circle because, you know, we've been advocating now for how long? God, over a decade. And we've been trying to let, mm-hmm. you know, our medical professionals realize that it is not just Korea. We have got to talk right. about the psychiatric, the emotional, uh, why do we have the highest mm-hmm. level of suicide in our community? So this is full circle, from my opinion, that when Dr. Lang brings uh, the conversation about as to where it was back in, you know, in World War II regarding what Huntington's disease was looked upon, to now it is a full circle because finally doctors, um, centers of excellence, not all but some, are looking at the patient individually they're not judging mm-hmm. based on korea nor are they diagnosing based on korea which is what we've been fighting for forever so right. i thank god that that's actually taking place so yeah i, I really yeah. look forward um to the crowd to meet dr lang because you know everyone sees him on facebook they hear him on the radio show but meeting dr lang is an amazing experience he's such a loving man um so and then, of course, we move on to the wonderful Jimmy Pillard. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy, uh, you know, at your symposium here in Tampa, he was here. You know, we've seen his presentation quite a few times, but it is always worth seeing again. It's, I think it's called The Huntington's Disguise. I think that's what he's going to it's present. It's his new one, yeah. Um, that's his yeah, new one. and yeah. patients and families will seriously benefit from that. I mean, you know, when when I was there in Tampa at your symposium and and he did that, I was like, you know, wow, this is um, this truly resonates with me personally, uh, with my Mm -hmm. father, with my brother. So uh, Mm -hmm. Huntington's disguise, uh, in my opinion, um, will definitely bring um, people's eyes to open and many more questions because we can't hide anymore. And that's the irony with Huntington's disguise. And so Jimmy really does an awesome job of using that play on words, Huntington's disguise. So for those who haven't seen it, I'm I'm really pleased that he is actually going to come to Orlando and and present that. So, you know, each of our speakers, like I said, I'm blessed, will offer a robust presentation throughout the day. 
And um, I, I just couldn't ask for a better panel that would be coming. It was a dream come true that each and every one of them were available um, and accepted to come. So that yeah. that's kind of the um, uh, early morning portion into lunch. And okay. I've put the actual day, pro- the day program on the website, um, but the remaining portion of the day, uh, what we decided to do, is a contrast of last year, and there's a lot of reasons for it, is to highlight each of the nonprofits for We Have a Face. Have the team leaders of We Have a Face Canada, England and Wales, Germany, here to talk about their plans for 2018 and beyond. They're working hard, and it's really, and as many have seen, we just recently added another one, which was We Have a Face Mexico. So it's going to be awesome to have each of my team's at the convention this year to present a comprehensive plan for their international movement with programs and services to benefit the community. So it's just a a really exciting, fully packed, um, get out the, you know, the antacid (laughs) to try and plan something like this. Um, I'm I'm just really, really pleased that we'll be able to um, this year celebrate each and every one of uh, the We Have a Face hubs, and some of them will be meeting each other for the first time um, rather cool. than relying on Skype and FaceTime and Facebook. I mean, you know how that is when, you know, you could speak with someone yeah. uh, for 10 years until you meet them. It's a whole other thing, you know. Yeah. You're like, you're actually alive. I could hug you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing like that for sure. And this, this, um, yes. I know the answers, but I think that 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 our listeners definitely need the answers because you, uh, we have a face in Help for HD. We have the same, um, we have the same rules of our organization. Um, how much does this event cost for HD families? It's a million dollars. It's worth a million. No, it is. I'm telling you, no. Um, like you said, it's free, um, as it should be, as it always should be. Yeah. Um, it's, in my opinion, um, unethical to charge anyone. Um, That's just how we began our mission, and that's how we will end our mission. Um, Free everything from breakfast all the way to the gala. Everything, um, it it just, it should be free. It's just, let's just say I'll end it at that, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um, the one thing uh, I know my team, I wasn't able to go last year because of um, personal stuff going on with Mike, but um, my, mm-hmm. my team went, uh, some of my team went, and they, they were just going off about how much detail was spent on the food and making it like really a really nice um, time for, for our HD families uh, to come together and, and, and meet and see each other and all that, but also the detail in what they got you know, the, the, the food and the, the, um, the signage and the lighting and like, it was an experience, right? Um, yeah. which, you know, sometimes we as HD families, we don't get experience. We sit at home and we care. Get I agree. Our loved ones sit at home I and agree. sick. And so if we can get Absolutely. out and learn and be inspired and have an experience for no cost to us, that's awesome. Absolutely. Right? There you go. Yep. And that, that yep. was the theme. Like when you put on your hypes, you 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 want to make sure that your guests, our people, are being taken care of from the moment they walk in to the moment they leave without costs, without worrying, you know, um, yep. where we even take it to the detail where does your loved one need pur- pur- uh, pureed food? Well, guess what? We're going to do that. 
Right. Yep. You know, d- does yep. your loved that's- one need X, Y, and Z? Well, guess what? That's what we're going to provide. And yeah. from absolutely. The- Go ahead. No, I was just saying like that was, you know, I remember one hike. Someone came up to us and they were like, you have straws and insure. I'm like, well, yeah, of course we have straws and insure. Does your loved one need insure? She goes, yes, my loved one needs insure. But insure has never been available at anything I've ever gone to. I was like, well, you know, my husband needs insure too. So I know your husband needs it because I know when I'm out and I'm like, I don't have any insure. What do you do, right? So um, I think that's the great thing about families putting on these, these events like us. Um, yeah. is that we know we know what our people in our community need because we live it every day. Absolutely. And it's also to make like you like you said the to make the experience you know you know not to be theatrical but you know with the, the amount of multimedia presence that we have as organizations on this planet you know you want to showcase it and you want to make that day so special so that you know they 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 felt that they went to Disneyland or Disney World that mm-hmm. there was a little bling and and there was a little bit of this and that and you treat you know people like they're gold and mm-hmm. and to come across as selfless as you possibly can um you know mm-hmm. we've been i know you and i have been to many different affairs and you know you learn you learn from okay i like that or i like this or i didn't like this so you kind of customize it based on your own experiences with other avenues that you might have visited um but you know we we pride ourselves on on making sure that that multimedia experience is there that our mm-hmm. you know people are honored and cared for mm-hmm. and most importantly comfortable that's the yeah, key. Absolutely. Yeah. And educated, of course. Yeah, of course. Yep. Educated and inspired for sure. Well, this is gonna be an awesome event. Let's talk about how people can register. Yes. Um I made it a little simpler this year. Um, simple, wehaveaface.org forward slash convention 2018. And the team has been putting it out, you know, at least two or three times a week. We're getting many, many registrations, so I, we haven't really uh, decided when we're going to close it out, but it is going to come soon. Um, and it's really simple. It's one page. They go on. Um, I know that um, I believe Sharon and Vicky are going to be coming to represent Help for HD mm-hmm. this year. So, they, you know, it's simple. Yeah. You go onto the page, you fill out the information. It even has what are your needs. And, you know, tell us what are the challenges for your loved one or for yourself. If it's a gluten-free diet, you know, we need to know every single thing about you regarding your, you know, diet needs so that we can tell the cook, hey, this is something here that they need to do. So after right. that, once you are registered, it obviously comes to us, and, you know, we make our um, – it, it's all about headcount. You know that. The hotel needs to know about headcount. But most importantly, you don't want to miss somebody. Um, right. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, we do our best to try and make as many people – um, as comfortable as possible, and you know with this disease-oriented group, someone could say that they can come, but you know what? When they wake up that day, you know, their JHD warrior or HD warrior can't get out of bed. So, you know, we um, we try to just make it as easy as possible and um, as fun as possible. And um, on that page also, after registration, um, we had an incredible discount offered by... Um, 
the hotel, they offered a major discount for the area that it's in. So that if you're wanting to come on Friday night and stay until Sunday, there's also a link on there that gives you a great deal. Because um, you know we have the before party because, you know, we want to meet, meet everyone and treat everyone and have everybody sit by poolside, get to know the doctors, let the doctors know the patients. Mm-hmm. So we do have that greet, meet and greet on Friday, which is typical. Um, but we also recognize that the next day, Saturday, is an extremely long day because of the film, because we'll be also piloting the film. So, you know, we do our best to kind of accommodate. But that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, people are, people are gonna love love that to wrap up a a good day of of lots of uh, knowledge and education. So I think yeah. that's fantastic. Well, it was yeah, surely a difficult film to create, you know, but it it just uh, it needs to be shown, and um, yeah, you know, the Crown you know, Plaza so- they recently um, completed a renovation in the Crown Room. And now it's a theater-style screen, so it's going to be beautiful, and, and it's going to be easy for everyone fantastic. to be in one room and watch it. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I know I, I – um, you know, it's so funny. I, I, The Purple Road coming out and then, you know, The Warriors, I, we're getting ready to now be able to premiere it um, and, and sell it and everything because it's out of the film festival. Yes. It's our last month is this month. And um, I, so I, I made myself sit down and watch it because I, I you know, I, I went through the whole process of putting this, these films together, um, you know, <laughs> yes. it, it, the Warriors working on yes. it for hours on end. And then, and then even in the Purple Road, you know, filming, um, you know, the sections that I'm in and, the, you know, and, and talking with you. And we worked on the Purple Road virtually together. And, um, and yeah. I, it was like I just don't know if I can – I watched the – you know, I watched them all the way through. And I, like, I, then I, like, I have to put it away. And I um, – and so I said, no, I'm going to watch it again. And I watch Warriors because I'm like, now that it's coming out, I have to refresh my memory. And just to see, like, you know, um, yep. obviously I just lost my baby Aiden. Um, yes. And, um, yes. And, and Cameron and all these, you know. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like, this has to come out because we have to make money and we have to support research. Like, it's like Great. you see all these children in these, this, this film we're, we're pushing out now to the public for awareness and these babies are gone in the film. They passed yeah. away. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that, that it's blew a, me away because when Aiden passed, I mean, geez, it was a week after I entered it into the film festivals, and there I am gutted, hysterical, and Tio's out here saying, what's happening? You know, mm-hmm. why? You know, we, yeah. we need a cure. Yeah. It's, it's, um, so when you do things like this, and you know you can get as many awards as selections as you as possible, and it is a great feeling, but to know that you're doing something like this that you have to do something like this um it is beyond bittersweet it's it's angering yeah I, I totally get what you're saying, yeah that you don't want to watch the film that you've had to watch a gazillion times. Um, and then to be in an audience of people that have to watch it and to watch them get emotional only brings back memories that most people aren't aware of behind the scenes of when you're filming. And then the personal yeah. relationships that you've already built. So it's, um, yeah. it's not a win-win. Um, we just simply need to get the word out as quickly as possible, get as much funding in, and get this disease destroyed. That's it. Yeah. End of game. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 
Um, yeah. So, but I'm excited that people are actually going to get able to be able to see this film and really be able to see what we're doing um, on our end as far, as far as general public Absolutely. awareness as well. Um, Absolutely. So I think that's that's absolutely exciting. Um, so I know that after like every our symposiums and our hypes and everything, it's like you sit back and you're watching as as an organizer of something this, and you feel like you've been you know drug across the freeway by a mm-hmm. semi um, because you're so tired and you work so hard for it. But then there's always those special moments that you look and you go, oh my gosh, this is like worth every single moment. Um, and I think we all have that. Um, you know, seeing a community member smile or seeing something happen yeah. with, with someone's life change in front of you because of what they've learned. And so you, do, does anything like that stick out in your mind from last year? Oh, Lord. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, so many great memories to share, and it's amazing just to have everyone come together and finally meet. I mean, that to me, when I stand back and I see two people who've been networking for almost a decade holding on to each other as if, you know, oh my God, you know, our souls have finally touched. That's when you know you've succeeded. And, you know, to be a spectator at your own event is the reward. Um, to look back, you know, I remember seeing, you know, we had Geraldine, who's been in this community for over 40 years, Marie Clay uh, for decades, and, and finally having. You know, these, um, you know, if I, I don't want to use the word inappropriately, but our elders who are involved with Huntington's coming into the forefront for those of us who, you know, we've been in the trenches, but not as long as they have, to finally come and, and hold on to you and hug you and in many cases never wanting to let you go. Um, and, and the conversations to you hear one another saying, wow, I, I can't believe I was just talking to you on Facebook yesterday, and now here I am for the first time since we've known each other for 11 years that I can actually cry with you. Mm-hmm. you know, those, mm-hmm. are, those are the moments. Um, those are uh, what, you, what you hold on to, and those are the, the stories um, and aims that you strive to have at these events. Um, yeah, you want right. a successful educational event, but you want the patients and the caregivers to finally realize that um, you're not alone. You're not alone. And you and I both know that following these events, it only makes those relationships much stronger. Um, it makes your advocacy level rise higher just for the simple fact that you were able to embrace somebody. Right. I didn't mean yep, to get so no, deep. Absolutely. I apologize. But those are, no, in all truth and honesty, no. I mean, you know there are mis- mistakes that happen. Those are the funny things. <laughs> but when you, you know, you talk about, you know, <laughs> you know, the amazing thing <laughs> is to stand back and say, wow, this was what this was meant to do. This was meant to bring people together. And when they walk out of here, hopefully they realize they are part of a bigger family now. That has been validated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, We Have a Face is doing so many things. Um, I Actually, we just saw an article come out today, I believe. So let's talk about new and exciting things and projects that you can share with us. Yes, yes. Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, something that was dear to my heart for since 2011 and for listeners who you know, aren't aware – when 
we produced uh, the Huntington's Disease Project, Removing the Mask. I mean, that film took a long, long, long time to be created, let alone to be accepted. And uh, remembering back, as I, I, I do so often, is AME, um, the Mexican Association, they were the first organization to reach back out to um, my call to arms back in 2011 when, goodness gracious, when Facebook was decent. And, um, you know, they sent video testimonies. They wanted to have me come there mm -hmm. to film, but you know how it is. You didn't have money. There was no investments back right. then. Um, right. You know, we have a face back then. We were only supposed to be a film. That's all we were supposed to be. So right. I've had this in my heart for a very, very long time that now that we've branched out to different countries, um, it was such an amazing feeling to say, I'm going to go and visit Mexico and meet these patients. Some of them are no longer with us. Um, but to meet the organization, to meet Danahi from Ame, to see their day training facility, um, to go there with a plan and say, hey, listen, this is who we are, and this is what we want to do, and these are our aims. And to have Brenda Vega take on the director role there, um, Brenda is one of the most incredible human beings that I've ever had to meet in my life and blessed to have met. And she, you know, had conversations with me on the phone with Daniel Medina because there is obviously a language barrier. Um, you know, we both giggle and we understand a little bit of English and Spanish, but, you know, thankfully Daniel Medina is there to help us out. And the three of us got together on numerous phone calls to say, okay, listen, I can now do this. I can now create a We Have a Face Mexico, and, and, and do you want this? And, you know, the conversation just grew and grew and grew, and we came up with a strategic plan, went down there, opened up We Have a Face Mexico, and, you know, one of the, the greatest things was that I learned so much that Mexico is, is, is in such need of education and resources. And, you know, I'll, I will be publishing an article, if not tomorrow, it'll be the next day, regarding our Mexican experience, because we needed to take some time to gather different things that had transpired. And, you know, one of the goals was simply to have a facility that would care for Huntington's patients, because AME is a day training facility, which is absolutely incredible, incredible. And that's my background. My background is in mental health, is running day training facilities with individuals with disabilities. So it was like going back home to Queens in New York. Um, their facility is amazing. So having had these conversations with their board and then sideline conversations with Brenda, we said, you know what, we're, we're not in this business to reinvent any wheels. So our goal was basically is to create an actual um, care facility that will take care of these patients at the end of the day, a place where they can actually live. So basically within 48 hours of our visit, Brenda Vega made this happen. And the story behind it is absolutely incredible. So I'm, I'm going to release an article um, tomorrow about what transpired and you know how blessed we are to have um, the first uh, Mexican um, live-in or care facility for Huntington's patients. So, you know, it's, it's, it was an amazing experience, and I'm just waiting for Brenda to get me more details because she's also um, – 
is uh, basically laying out her ambassador program and the people that are going to be working with her who are just tremendous human beings. So stay tuned, you know, for that article. If not tomorrow, it'll be the next day. And, you know, we've had many requests, um, you know, where is we have a face going to happen next. And unfortunately, everyone's going to have to wait until the convention so we can unveil as to where we're going to be heading in the future because we do have a couple of countries that have been um, our focus. Um, but you know as well as I do, it takes investments. It takes money to be able to do this. Yeah. So yeah. we have a few yeah. other you know, programs that we're going to launch at the convention, and, and the aim is to continue to hit hard a technology approach you know, for HD and JHD awareness. But you know, we're still working on a lot of stuff, and, and everything will be situated for May 19th. Awesome. Well, everyone, you yes. guys can go, always go to um, org, and you can find all of J- uh, We Have a Face's projects and programs and services and support for our community as well as convention information and all of that. Um, it's a great website, and so definitely go visit it and find out if you're in the Orlando area. Check it out. Go have fun. Be with your community. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing like it. There's nothing better. Um, so, uh, fantastic. Thank you so much, James, for coming on with us. And, uh, no, good thank luck you. With, uh, it's been too long, it. and I'm, I apologize for that, but it's been a crazy few months. <laughs> I know. I tell you, every I, single yeah. my daughter needs her James. When's James coming? <laughs> oh, gosh, we're so busy, baby. We're all so busy. I don't yeah, know if I can yeah. get James out to California. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Maybe after May, good. we'll see. <laughs> yes, yes. You and are, you give her you a big hug. I mean, you definitely have. I will. You definitely have some great, great children, Katie. You do. You truly do. Thank you. Thanks. But thank, thank you for you. having they me on. I really appreciate this. it. Yes, yes. And um, and we will uh, we'll keep you updated. Maybe um, after the convention, we can come back on the radio show and talk about the new programs that have been launched. Um, that would be Absolutely. awesome. Cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, everyone. Yep. Everyone, tune in next week. We have Maurice on from he's PhD president of Vasinex, talking about the signal signal trial that will be on April fourth at one o'clock Pacific Standard Time, four o'clock Eastern Time. April eleventh, we will have Cozy Cares on. Uh, Cosetta goes around; it's a nonprofit, and she goes to care facilities that are caring with uh, have patients with Huntington's in and talks to them and teaches them about Huntington's disease, and um, also goes and visits family uh, individuals with Huntington's that don't have family visiting them. And she's amazing, and her organization is amazing. She's going to talk about that. The 18th, we have Survivors Guilt on. We have Genevieve Patch coming on talking about the newest Huntington's disease post article, Survivors Guilt, which is fantastic. If you want to check that out, you can go to www.healthforhd.org and click on uh, the Huntington's Post, and that article has come out. Um, April 25th, we have the HDGEM project. This is by Casey Harrington, and it's the ecosystem of um, organizations, Huntington's organizations. It's very cool. Um, so we will talk a little bit about when that is going to launch. If you are in the Wisconsin area, you guys can check out Casino Night Out for JHD, which is coming up this next weekend. On this, and that is in New Berlin. Uh, for all the events going on, um, please go to our website, and it is on the carousel, and your register, your registrations are there as well. You just tap on register. Um, hype. Our next hype is in Florida, of course, and uh, that is not until June. So lots of education going on for Huntington's disease in Florida. Um, and so Amen. until next. Yes, that's fantastic. So until next week, we will uh, we will talk then. And until then, everyone have a safe week. Thank you, Katie.
Thanks, James.